0: To this carrier update and thomas alluded to it a little earlier you saw spot rates take a slight tick higher over the weekend right one penny per mile up to two dollar or i'm sorry two pennies per mile but it was driven by a daily increase that was fairly significant right we'll see how that plays out over the rest of the week it might have been limited freight market spot market activity that we just need to get it covered before monday thus The price went way up. So we'll see how it plays out over the rest of the week. But I mean, ultimately, we're still finding the stability in spot rates around this 223, 224 range. I mean, I look back, we've been really in this range for since mid-April. It just doesn't seem like there's enough to push it much higher or much lower in both directions. I mean, really in both directions.
1: I think that's the, the great takeaway here. This is an all-in rate, 224. It's our uh, seven-day average, the NTI. And then we're going to bring up the line haul, removing fuel. And it's important to consider the fact that, in spite of the fact that outbound tender volumes on the contracted side have moved up, we are not seeing this in terms of spot market activity. So one big thing to keep an eye on is if, if we do see some positive signs in the truckload segment, what we should be seeing is not only would spot rates go up, so would outbound tender rejection levels. Right now... on tender rejection levels are still, as we saw earlier, around, you know, 3.3%. So not there yet. And the other part is every time I want to think that the market's improving, it appears right now, and this is what you alluded to, is that we've reached somewhat of a pricing floor or a bottom. So that's going to be the biggest takeaway is that we're going to still go up, or we're still going to go down. In my opinion, May, I guess that's May 13th, was probably going to be the bottom, the inflection point. Now it's just a matter of, you know, unless we have a hurricane. Uh, or something like that, we're not going to see a lot of activity.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's going to be, that's one of those that can tend to drive pricing uh, higher. But it's hard to predict, right? It's it's one of those things you, it's a reactive to a condition, not like this proactive ability. And that's what I think from a shipper's perspective, that's what they are trying to do. They're trying to be proactive in the market and you can't plan for, those are not planable. like, hey, let's push out this freight in preparedness for something like a hurricane. But I think what's interesting here is I do, I don't know if we'll touch the May 13 number, but I do think we can go from lower from where we are here. I do think, I think there are some headwinds. We'll see how it plays out, right? Because we we talked about it. July, typically you see volume levels not as strong as what they are currently, right? We broke away from some seasonal norms, but... There's still headwinds, at least from a consumer side. So if this is being driven by the government, government spending and the like, that increase in volumes, like, it's positive. But if it's just this pull forward, well, we pulled it forward now, what's it mean in two, three months from now? Like crashing
1: so, off the sugar almost.
0: Exactly. So it, it's one of those impacts like, are we going to feel the full impact now or is it going to be pushed down the road three months and then you factor in student loans again another potential headwind and you'll be on with michael rudolph to talk headwind heads or tails which kind of talks to where we're at for the overall economy and as well as the freight economy are we headwinds or tailwinds but you mentioned the line hall see the increase here in line hall i think the concern at least from my perspective, is we've seen an increase in diesel prices, right? And it hasn't bumped up. It hasn't shown up in the NTI, right? You would think that all-in rate, you'd be charging, you'd want to keep that higher because of fuel. Well, it really, it hasn't, the NTI is following the NTIL in terms of movement, right? You have that gap because of of the fuel price being baked in. But you would have thought that you would have seen it move higher just given that diesel prices have moved higher.
1: It's just not the case. Not the case right now. We want to keep an eye out and see if that does happen because we're still in a situation where IMO 2020 stuff, it's being used for uh, bunk fuel ship stuff, ultra low sulfur diesel. Keep an eye on that because if we do see out divergence, we're going to see it in the in, the line haul versus all in rate. So far, it's a one-to-one, but we may see something in the coming months to show different.
0: Absolutely. Well, Thomas, thank you so much for this update. We'll be sure to check in with you one more time before the end of the show. Right now, we'll hand things back over to Bill and Kaylee.